It's probably one of the hardest things for a Christian parent. Uh, the child you invested in, that you raised, is really struggling now as a young adult. And uh, if that's you or a friend you know, we have some hope for you today in the episode. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, and he heads up our parenting team. And Danny, there are a lot of calls that we get here at the ministry from parents who are struggling because their kids are just out and out rebelling. They're going the opposite way that they were raised. It's a tough thing. It is. It is. And it it's uh, really commonly our second most frequent call to mm. the counseling department, parenting adult children, not necessarily rebellious adult children, but just challenges with with issues happening with their adult child. And uh, there, there are many... Uh, definitions to rebelliousness, right, that we could go on here. But it is a tough scenario because parents have less influence and less say and can't really put consequences unless there are some uh, natural consequences within the home or some boundaries that can be put within Mm -hmm. the home while they're there. Uh, But, man, it is challenging, and you have to lean in, pray, and seek wisdom from mentors and from that relationship with God, listening carefully as you... Talk about what the challenges are truly that your your child is facing, and then maybe speculate, what are they trying to pursue? What are they trying to satisfy inside? Because they still have those core thirsts. And we've talked about that in some earlier segments with Kathy Cook, mm-hmm. the thirst to belong, the thirst for security, the, 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 the thirst for a sense of worth and value. There are core thirsts they're pursuing, and sometimes they do it out of this rebelliousness and maybe help them find a, a healthier way to pursue those things. Yeah, it's a really uh, pretty common scenario. And we're going to hear from Brenda Garrison. She faced this kind of thing with one of her daughters, and she shared pretty transparently with Focus President Jim Daly. Brenda, you talk in your book, uh, Love No Matter What. Mm-hmm. You talk about your oldest being 18, coming home, and kind of giving you and your husband some devastating news. What mm-hmm. was that? She said on the weekend, this was during the middle of the week, she said on Saturday she was moving out to an apartment. She worked part-time with minimum wage. She didn't have enough money to live. Uh, she was going to be sacrificing her college money to do so. Mm-hmm. And she had a boyfriend in the shadows. We didn't trust him to not take advantage of the situation. It's not that we don't want our girls to be independent. We do. She was leaving with a bad attitude, kind of throwing college to the side just for the sake of getting out of the house because she thought she just couldn't take it anymore. How did that discussion that night go after the kids were out of earshot between you and your husband? What did you guys begin to talk about? Uh, Was it where did we go wrong or what's happening? No, no. My husband was like, you know what? It's time. It is time for her to go because when she was at home, it was, it was rocking. I mean, it was craziness when she was home. There was a little thundercloud over our house when she was home. He knew she needed to get out. He was ready more than I was. So for me, it was more of a processing and more of a getting on board with this because it was going to happen with or without me. And I knew in that moment that our relationship would be defined by how I dealt with her decision. And I didn't want to be left the only one standing there by myself. I wanted to stay relevant in her life, so I got on board. Let me ask a practical question, though. Yes. How did you and your husband resolve that difference? Mm-hmm. Did you guys talk about that, that he was coming at it 
right. from a different perspective. I'm asking because if Gene and I, in very different set of scenarios, because our kids mm-hmm. aren't at that age yet, right. but we may not be on the same page when it comes to an application of discipline or something like that. Mm-hmm. Usually that would be a discussion later that night, Gene mm-hmm. saying, you got to get on the page I'm on. <laughs> I mean, it's natural for each one of right, us to right. want our spouse to be on our page when it comes right, to our right. discipline approach or what we're doing. And I'm just curious how you and your husband dealt with Katie's desire to move out at 18 and you uh, coming to the conclusion that she wasn't ready and your husband feeling like she's more than ready. How did you resolve that yeah. conflict? I don't think he thought she was ready. I just thought he thought she needed to... Okay. to get out. I trusted him on this. I trusted that when he said it's going to be okay, I trusted that because he he had been there. He had uh, left home early. He had been in the Marines. He had had more of those type of life experiences than I had. He said, she needs to do this. And He could see the independent spirit. He really could. And he knew that she would figure it out and make it work somehow. And she was only really in um, all practicality, moving 10 minutes away. So again, it didn't make sense to me, but you know, he knew she was going to be close enough mm. that, that we could still be a part of her life. Mm. Tell us now with Katie, what was she expressing? I mean, there are many, many parents <laughs> listening that have you know, 15 to 23-year-olds mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. um, acting as Katie was acting. Mm-hmm. They're tired of being restricted, kind of the mm-hmm. schedule uh, the expectations, they want to break loose from it. And John, I think it's healthy for us to talk about this mm-hmm. because as I meet many of the families that support Focus on the Family, mm-hmm. um, I would say maybe 20% um, have had a pretty good parenting experience. Their kids mm-hmm. did well, they're launched, and mm-hmm. they're healthy in every way. And that's a great thing. I want to give some sympathy to the other 80% mm-hmm. that I meet that have at least one child mm-hmm. that has had some difficulty. Um, and that's what you're expressing today. That is the reality of mm-hmm. probably 70, 80% mm-hmm. of Christian homes mm-hmm. where the formula has not worked, mm-hmm. where the kids are uh, doing things differently, and it's creating great friction in the home. This is right where you're at. Katie, your 18-year-old, is saying, I want to move out. I'm tired of it in so many ways. Mm-hmm. You and your husband are dealing with it. She moves out. What's the behavior that she then begins to express once she's left the home? Is she now a budding flower? Is your relationship turned to roses? No, it took a while. <laughs> yeah, well, she had some crashes and burns along the way. Uh, basically, like I said, she wanted to get out because she just didn't like the rules. Um, she just wanted to be on her own. And nothing was going to make her happy until she was. Uh, she... Yeah, she had some crash and burns. She went through a period where she didn't go to work, and we didn't know she wasn't going to work until her boss is like, I don't know where she is. I want her to be safe. And mm. so we had go over and see what was going on. Um, she did eventually move in with the boyfriend that was lurking in the shadows, which we weren't happy about that. But well, I mean, that is, I love the disclosure of that, but I mean, that had to be a crushing blow. Yeah. Again, you went, yeah. oof, exactly. bad choices. And, you know, we got to the point. I think Jean got there before I did, but for That's me, your husband, Jean. Yes, yes. Got to the point where nothing surprised us. We've adopted this little motto that said, it is what it is, and now it's ours to deal with. So we just kind of, you brace yourself when you get the phone call. She always had that tone of voice mm. that you knew something was coming, and you just brace yourself, and it's like, this is our reality now, and how are we going to live with it? And grieving what we thought was going to be our future and just saying, this is what we're dealing with, and how are we going to have relationship with her in the midst of the life that she's living? Because that's the most important thing. 
Well, Danny, uh, so many moms and dads um, are where Brenda was with her daughter. We mentioned how many counseling calls we get about uh, dealing with adult children, uh, particularly young adult children who are um, offering some pretty challenging things to, to the parents. What are some specific things in that kind of a situation that we can pray uh, over that struggling son or daughter? Yeah, a big one is that they will find uh, a need for God, a dependence on God. And maybe that's hitting bottom or hitting a, a really tough time where they, they need something different. They, they want something different. They long for something different. Uh, praying for just a, a heart that will be able to hear and see God in the intersections that they are in with uh, the rebellious choices and decision-making that they, that they have. And also a prayer that the, God will bring some people around them that can speak truth into them, but can also reinforce what you've probably been saying along the way and, and bring more, even more credibility to some of the things you've told your child. Um, because as they've grown up, they've heard these messages and know that they're stored in there. And as adults, they're, they're, they're potentially going completely against that. And when they hear it from other people, it's going to be familiar. They're going to say, oh, I remember hearing that from my mm-hmm. parents. I remember hearing that from my parents. Pray that, that God brings those people in there along the way to remind them of some things that you've been saying along the way. And then uh, praying for sustenance for you, that you are patient in the process that God's going through with your child as, as he knocks on their door. Mm. And uh, maybe praying for guidance as to when you get some counseling to help guide you on the nuances of the situation you're in. Uh, I've had many sessions with parents of adult children where it's just the parents and we're trying to respond to the decisions and things their their kids are making without the kids there. And I get to give them counsel on how to respond specifically to what's happening. So maybe you reach out to a counselor and do that. And uh, there have been moments where the, the adult child has actually joined us, hmm. and we've been able to sort through some of the other things that have contributed maybe to emotions and disconnect with the parents, and they've decided to rebel against uh, against their, their parents or their home or their yeah. values. I appreciate that. Um, there's a Christian artist, Andrew Peterson, and he had a song about uh, sticking to the old roads. Yeah. And I see it as a wonderful expression of uh, something that we as parents can pray for our children because he's recognizing in the lyrics that uh, there will be moments when it's you out there in the world. And just remember the ways that we've talked about, the old ways, the the true ways, those are still there for you, no matter what you're facing out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you'll find some hope in our conversation today, in what Brenda Garrison shared and Danny's insights. And uh, if there's any way we can support you as a parent, please reach out to us. In fact, if you just need somebody to hear you out and to pray with you, we have a team of caring Christian counselors, and they can do that with you. Um, Just call 800-A-FAMILY and ask to connect with one of those counselors, and we'll figure out a time for them to give you a call back, and it'll be really helpful, I know. Also, we uh, heard from Brenda Garrison in the past couple of episodes, and her book is really terrific to help you if you're facing a strained relationship with your adult child. Again, it's called Love No Matter What, and it's available for your donation of any amount to the ministry today. Uh, donate generously as you can and request that book. The details are in the show notes. Next time we'll hear from Courtney Ellis about not overcomplicating things as a parent. And uh, for now, 
On behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Erin Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there.